the South Road Boys. Hello. Another week. Another week of us. Another week of us, you and me. I don't know how people survive waiting a full week to listen to us again. Or do you reckon they just go to a back catalogue? Do you reckon they listen to the same episode more than once? Yeah. How much do they love us? They just keep on listening. On more the point, why am I talking to you? How much do you love us? <laughs> Tell me how much you love us. Yeah, do you love me? <laughs> Validate me. <laughs> I don't think anyone's listening to this episode more than once. Probably lost them already. Yeah. Any new listeners have gone, what the hell? What the Someone said these guys were funny. <laughs> they lied. They did. I saw it on the socials. It must be true. Yep. <laughs> they haven't even made it a minute into the podcast. <laughs> They've already gone, no, done. Done. I'm, I'm out of yep. here. Out of here. Click. Like, <laughs> like Will Smith out of the academy. Just out of here. Out of here. <laughs> out of here. Uh, what has been happening, my man? Well, I discovered something horrific. Was it your penis? No. <laughs> no, I can't see that. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I'd find that for years. <laughs> I don't even know if I use it. What I assume. Hap- what happens to- when you need to vacate your bowels? Do well, I ones? assume that's what it comes out of. I don't know. It's just water it's everywhere. Just, I just kind of gaze down and there's stuff going on and things sprout out. And it's like, okay. It's like a hose that hasn't been held, just whipping around everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I'm well beyond the whipping around everywhere hose kind of scenario. It's more like it just barely turned on. <laughs> it's like yeah, the wash is gone. Yeah, the wash like, oh, is just shit just fucking flooding out. Exactly. So, <laughs> so in places it shouldn't even come out of. He's blown an O-ring. It's, just, it's gone the opposite direction. Um, anyway. But um, yeah. Horrific. Horrific? Why? What horrific. did you discover that was... Horrific. Of all the things that could be horrific in the world right now. Yes. What do you think would be horrific? Waking of up without the- my penis. <laughs> <laughs> that would be horrific. Yes. Yeah. Also, maybe painful. I assume, I don't know if you wake up without it. Maybe you wake up whilst it was being removed or mm. taken. Surgically tethered. <laughs> Surgically tethered. No, fair enough. I'm just trying to throw some good descriptions in. Okay. I don't know whether or not this is horrific enough to suit your bloodlust for horror that you have. Oh, bloodlust, I like that. Um, or whether or not this is just my first initial thoughts, which is just a bit weird. What I would probably find horrific is if I was to wake up and I was in a hospital... And I was 14. Okay. And everything that has happened since I was 14 and now... Wasn't real? ...has just been a coma dream. (laughs) That I was in a mad... 14? I don't know, mad BMX bike accident. So, in other words, before we've ever... I'm your coma dream. You you are. You you actually only exist. That's probably the reason why I chose it. Because we met when I was 15. So before we met, you are my coma dream. Wow. And I have just made up everything. An entire life around me. (laughs) (laughs) I'd just like to point out a bit of other shit's happened (laughs) that you have not been the centre of. But you prefixed it around me. Well, yeah. And then. Time stamped it. it. And then it moved on in the period 
of me. Of you. That's <laughs> so it's pretty much about me. BT and AT before <laughs> Troy, after Troy. Amazing. That's how we're going to basically live my life, really. That's incredible. Um, yeah, so I would that, be. Wow. So it's not about horrific. It'll be. Be disappointing, but also there'd be some things so you'd nine, be grateful for. So it'd be it'd be the year of our bicentenary, nineteen eighty eight, and I've just woken up, and there's my mum. You know, young. Mm-hmm. I only have one sister, not two. Wow. I have White Snake never released their <laughs> self titled album with exactly. in the still of the night. <laughs> I made up in the still of the night. How fucking good am I? Wow. <laughs> You're the David Coverdale, Coverdale of this story. Correct. Wow. How good am I that I made up in the still of the night? <laughs> <laughs> I am responsible for the coming down of the Berlin Wall. Wow. <laughs> You're also responsible for the second trilogy of Star Wars movies. We all have dark periods. <laughs> But I'm responsible for Buffy. Okay, yep. Oh, would love to have been responsible for Buffy back Correct. in the day. Next Gen. True. Um, all the other Star Wars that, that weren't that. Fucking MCU, bitch. True. There was no Marvel <laughs> Cinematic Universe. Nope. Unless, or until you had it in your coma dream. Mm. You got married. Yeah, I know. Kids. That makes sense, because your wife's too hot for you. Correct. No, that happens in the real world. <laughs> Dreamweaver. It's like Wayne's World, really, which I fucking made up. <laughs> <laughs> made, but here's the thing. In my coma dream, I here's made up Wayne's World. You're making up this story about you making up this stuff. Inception. In a coma dream. Correct. This no, that's yeah, no, no, that's that's bizarre. And even in my coma dream, I still did Waterworld. <laughs> yeah, once again, dark moments. A dark moments. You can't get it right all the time. But you know, Bill and Ted, <laughs> Wild Stallions. You know what? Good on you. Thanks, man. You've done really good. See, this is my positive affirmation part yeah. of my dream. <laughs> yeah, I'm not saying you've done great. You've done really good. But you know what? The thing that I find disappointing about my coma dream. Okay, tell me. I'm punching above my weight with my wife. Yep. I reckon I've got some spectacular kids. I've got a mildly unsuccessful podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you could have lifted that one up exactly. a little bit. I could have been. Even for my sake. I could have been tremendous. Give me the fame. Exactly. But didn't make myself rich. <laughs> and still fucking ginge. Yeah, this is true. But- you were ginged when you were 14. Mm. So in most cases, you don't follically change as you get older unless you go grey. Yeah, true. So you're still going to be ginged, dude. Yeah, but I could have George Clooney'd it. You could. I mean, I get that you could have made yourself rich because that's possible. Well, exactly. Like if I'm going to get possible. myself a hot wife. I mean, this, this coma dream, I mean, in our reality, is still going. True. So if you can just make us take off majorly. Mm, majorly. And make us both rich. King of the world. Yeah. Make us um, famous and make us hosts of the Academy Awards next year. <laughs> <laughs> Bag's not taking the slap. <laughs> um, because you know whoever hosts this next year yes. is basically at a hall pass to just- Do I whatever. Mean, yeah, because they're just going to be loved. So you know what? No one else wanted this gig. 
And Will's not you, being there. He's you guys quit the academy. Like, yeah, we'll take it. Yeah. So we're just going to throw anything at you. Why not? Anything. Well, did you see, was it the Grammys that got today? No, I didn't see it. Um, the comp pair there rocked up in a full head, oversized motorbike helmet. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, it really is. Like, yeah. It's going to go on for a while. Yeah, it will go for a while. Mm. I don't know anyone who's going to do it in the presence of Mr. Smith for a yeah. while. But, you know, anyway. You know what? Isn't it a shame, though, mm. that he's really speed bumped his career in a major way, uh-huh. but it's still got all those millions of dollars. Yeah. I mean, I feel for him. There's the solace in the millions. Oh, I feel for him. Poor guy. Um, I coma dreamed that whole thing. You did. You coma dreamed the slapping. The slapping? Mm. <laughs> That's what it's been. Yep. Everything's got an inning. Exactly. It. It's just one of those or things. Or Slapgate. Slapgate. That would be nice, actually. Yeah. I like that. Breaking news, Slapgate. <laughs> anyway, enough of Will Smith. Uh, horrific. 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 That's, that that's was as, good. That's as horrific in his eyes as probably think. Actually, I'm going to, before I get back to the horrific, because you've taken yeah. this down a different trail, a conversation I had with someone the other day. Yes. Um, her, you her, talk, you talk her, to other people? Yeah, I know. Mm. A couple of others. Not mm. many. <laughs> I, I talk to them. Okay. I don't necessarily talk back. Is it just a mannequin in a shop? <laughs> Man, I'll talk to a hedge. I don't care. Who doesn't? It's, it's, yeah. Could be a sexy hedge. <laughs> There's a callback. <laughs> sexy hedge. Mm. All the gardeners out there are going, mm, mm. you know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. yeah. I didn't know this was a gardening podcast. Hello. <laughs> so, Show us we're this conversation. And she was having a conversation with the two boys. Oh, shit. You had a conversation with a girl. I know. Even his boobs. Um, two boys are... You know, at that age where, you know, like, Pearl and Wee Jakes are funny. They're always funny. Um, <laughs> That's how we make our bread and butter, they were going through mate. lists of, or ideas of the most useless superhero powers. Okay. And one of the ones that one of the boys came up with, which was great, mm-hmm. was being able to turn invisible, but only when you're asleep. <laughs> Oh, that was brilliant. So, mine was USB fingers. <laughs> USB fingers. Yep. And my superhero name? Yes. Was hard drive. <laughs> <laughs> but imagine that. Stick, stick in the middle finger up. 16 gig, bitch. <laughs> 16, 16 gig! Imagine that. 512 MB! <laughs> Yeah, it was. But imagine it's USB fingers. USB fingers from early aughts. Trying to nail him, exactly. Uh, yeah, it was like useless superhero powers. What would be a great useless superhero power? Um, I mean, there would be so many. Hmm. <laughs> I have the ability to make myself half a centimeter shorter. So imagine how good that would be. If you're like, uh, if you're in a mind collapse, sure, and you can't quite get out, you sure, and you shrink yourself just a bit, half a centimeter, yep. that's enough, <laughs> just enough to get through. Oh, hang on, worst one, I can make my penis smaller. <laughs> <laughs> that's a worst sexy superpower ever. <laughs> oh, and here's how you'd work around it. You'd constantly make your penis smaller, and then when someone saw it, 
you'd make it go back to normal size. And oh, they'd be wow. like, well, look at the growth. Yeah, look at that. There's potential. Yep. It's still not big. Growing not a shower. <laughs> but but there's more than what there was. <laughs> it's relative. Yeah, it's well- it's the fat, ugly friend. <laughs> Wow. Well, that you have a fat, ugly friend yeah, to make no. you seem more attractive. I get it, but... <laughs> well, you have got a ginge friend to make you seem more attractive. <laughs> like... <laughs> yeah, it hasn't worked. No, I'm no, sorry. So... <laughs> yeah, I just thought it was interesting. Like USB stupid, fingers. Stupid superpowers. So superpowers that are useless. Yeah, that would be pretty useless. Yeah. Um... No, that's not really you know, a Like, superpower. for instance, um, you know, being able to fly, but only indoors. <laughs> no, because well, because you could still be in like some sort of velodrome. Well, that could, yeah, that maybe, could, maybe um, could work. You can oh superpower. You can correctly guess someone's weight. Oh, how good would that be? <laughs> you could win a couple of bucks out of well, it. Not could. really a superpower. Do it in a pub. Yeah, but like mm. you know, oh look, there's a burning building and there's kids trapped on the second floor. <laughs> yes, well they weigh. 13 kilos and 23 kilos. Yeah, look, it makes them be able to talk to snails. <laughs> Talks to snails. That would be good. <laughs> it's like, dude, how are you feeling today? Sluggish. Slug- <laughs> How's your day been? Yeah, right. Slug- Where you been? Over there. <laughs> <laughs> nice house. How much is shell out for that? Oh. You're an idiot. Is there anyone else you can talk to now? <laughs> the worst Dr. Doolittle ever. I can't see Eddie Murphy doing a remake of Dr. Doolittle 3, where he can only talk to snails. To snails. Yeah, no, I, I get that. I'll look, look, give me a couple of minutes, and I'll, and I'll see if I can come up with anyway, some Horrific. Other. Horrific. <laughs> horrific. Quals. Yes. My son has a qual skull. They are... Cute little marsupials. They're like little baby cats. Fucking razor sharp teeth. Yeah. And apparently they have a taste for human flesh. Wouldn't surprise me. Apparently they're quite angry. They will eat the fuck out of you. Will they now? (laughs) They will. Death by qual. They will munch down (laughs) and they will not hold back. It's <laughs> just incredible. Can you there's imagine over there's, a, there's a big dark superhero like the Punisher, and he's got his trusty qual. <laughs> <laughs> it's just yes. Yeah, so he's superhero Bushman. Bushman with qual. <laughs> well, they're doing and super, he's got this super little, pets. little boy like ah. Oh, this is qual. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're doing super pets. Yeah, true. This is the Australian version. That looks funny too. Actually, it does. So. Uh, but there's been over a hundred accounts of quals feasting on human corpses. Oh, but they're only scavengers. They're not predators. Yeah, well, well starts as scavenging, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Until they think, you know what? We haven't seen any corpses around for a while. They're all moving. That quoll took my baby. We can fix it. <laughs> They've been known to eat a baby too. Oh, shit. They actually have. Wow. I mean, once upon a time, just dingoes had yeah, that credit. Exactly. Now it's dingoes and, and quolls. <laughs> I don't know whether or not... Um, uh, the the Chamberlains would have had much luck with saying <laughs> it was a qual. <laughs> One, I'm serious. A it qual. was, a, was it about this it big. Was fucking big though for a qual. <laughs> Took the baby. I'm not sure whether or not the good. good I don't know. I don't know whether or not quals are um, indigenous to the Northern Territory. I 
I don't think they are, actually. They're a bit more of a cold Which means weather. the story's going to be harder to believe. <laughs> it's, it's going to be a sell. Look, it took a while for them to believe the dingo story. And they didn't, and then they did, and yeah. then they didn't and again. And some people still don't. No. But they're saying there's um, accounts detailing that swagmen, convicts, and miners, I assume little people. Oh, so in the 1800s. Um, anyone who came down <laughs> Swagmen, yeah, convicts, and miners. Yeah, they're going back. So this is between 1831 and 1970 or something. Oh, okay, yeah, yes. So they're going back. But anyone that came down on their luck, I love it how they say this. Down on so, your luck. Some of the words, you know, fell oh. and broke a leg or, yeah. you know, knocked themselves out or, you know, I was really hungry, couldn't make it to the next settlement. Sleeping rough. Sleeping rough. Yeah, who may have died out in the bush. Often the quolls got to them first. Oh, shit. Quolls. I mean, that, that'd be the. I reckon that would have to be one of. This would be up there with a very B grade horror film where, you know, you've got this, I don't know, teenage youth camp. Teenage bit ninja quoll, I've got to say. <laughs> no, youth camp. And they're out there hiking and they're doing the track and whatever. And then at night you hear this. Watch out for the quoll. It's 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 Watch out for the it's like Cujo only with quals. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, so quals. It's not safe to go back in the bush. It's not, but how horrific is that? It makes it. I mean, you just you know you, you you've done yourself a mischief. Yes, maybe a bushwalking. You come off your leg. bike, off your mountain bike yeah, at fourteen. Yep, and you've gone off the trail. You're in a, a, co- you're in a coma dream. <laughs> But you come off the trail. Yes. And, and you've knocked yourself out. You've done that. Yeah, well, and, not knock yourself well, no. out, but you've come so, off the trail. And you, you come back to when it's kind of, you know, the, the sun's gone down. It's getting it's a little dark. bit darker. You can feel everyone's the, gone. You can feel the moisture in the air yeah. as the dew's starting to settle. Yeah, everyone's gone. And no one realises you're there you're there by yourself. And you didn't park in the car park. You rode to the bike track. Exactly. And you don't enter your name when you go along your ride. Don't check in, check out. No one knows. So you're there, you've woken up and you... You've probably got a bone stick. It's a green stick fracture. It's sticking oh. out of a leg or something. Your bike's but fucked. Bikes can't go anywhere. You can't ride and you can't walk. And, you, and you've got no life. And you can't find your phone. Your phone's gone. Yeah. Probably taken by a quail. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but then you hear that. Yeah. Just scratching in the bush. And then you can start to hear the dew dripping onto the leaves <laughs> from the trees. And he just... Gets closer. <laughs> and then you just hear this. Is that the sound of a quoll? Definitely. It? It's not. And you, and you look around. Oh, that's when they're excited. <laughs> and you look around and you just. <laughs> and you think, oh, it's just just the devil. Just It's a Tassie devil. Because they're okay. They're cute. They, they won't harm me because I'm not. They only go for the dead. They're a scavenger. They're a scavenger. And then suddenly, in the distance. In the dark, as the sun's gone down, when there's this little dripping, you hear that noise, and you see two little eyeballs, but just a little bit of light in the darkness, getting a little bit closer. Sort of glowy, even. Yeah. And then out of nowhere, just comes out, walks across the leaves, and just stops about three metres away and stares you down. <laughs> but it's not staring at you. It's staring at your wound. <laughs> <laughs> and then you just see this tongue. And you hear more rustling, and then out of the bush comes this more quolls, mm. <laughs> and they've got dirt on their faces, like some sort of paint, war paint. <laughs> oh, definitely. Yeah, like Arnold Schwarzenegger in Commando. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then they just, 
Ravage you. Like the capital, they storm, storm it. it. Yeah. Straight at the leg. Attack and of the killer tomatoes. Pulling flesh off and they're gnawing at the bone. And they're, they're all screaming. really fucking small. Yeah, but the problem is you flick a few off. They're like flies at a barbecue. You flick <laughs> a few off and a few more have already come in and taken their spot. You can't get rid of them. It'd and be- then one actually gets into the wound. It crawls into your leg. Oh, oh, and he's having a fucking ball. He's <laughs> loving it. <laughs> it. It sounds a bit like arachnophobia, only with quals. With quals. Qualophobia. I wonder what a fear of marsupials is. <laughs> well, this, this could be interesting. Pouchophobia? Oh, mar- oh, mush- marshmallows is the first thing that comes up. Is there a fear of pouchophobia? Pouchophobia. <laughs> um, animal phobias. Oh, no, that doesn't actually I can't believe that someone would have an irrational fear of marsupials. That's a very specific fear. I believe a fear of moths. Why wouldn't they have a fear of marsupials? Well, I don't think people Marsupials have... are more horrific than a moth. True, but I don't know whether or not people actually have a fear of moths as opposed to the uncontrollable flying aspect. As we've uh... spoken about my good friend Michael, who does have that fear. Yeah, true. Look, I get that. Um, I can't actually see a word for a fear of actual marsupials. Pouchophobia, it is. Yeah, then. there are animal phobias, but we're just kind of... A fear of quolls? Is that an actual thing? Did you okay. actually... Right, like, so... that could be very specific. Um, like, they're okay with every other marsupial and rodent, but quolls, that's their line. Um, what's, up, what's that, Skip? <laughs> <laughs> Strangely enough, though, when you actually put in fear of quolls, yes. the first, you know, the things that come up, you know, people ask also, or also ask on Google, and you can just click the arrow and drop yep. it down. The first thing, are quolls poisonous? Well, fair enough. And it says... Um, Strangely enough, and that can't be right, surely. The description is the poison is extremely toxic toxic to introduce pests. No, they must be trying to get rid of quolls. That would want oh. a, a quolls intelligent. Well, Apparently, they, can, they can smell blood from three k's oh, away. Queensland quolls are toad smart, which means they avoid cane toads as a prey item. Fair there enough. you go. So quolls are smart. Um, is a quoll a predator? Fuck, we're learning everything. <laughs> Welcome uh, to Quoll Talk with Troy. They, they are predators <laughs> on fruit, nuts, small animals, and reptiles. Well, they could go for your nuts. There you go. And lastly, but not, um, do quolls <laughs> eat possums? <laughs> Fuck yeah. Uh, uh, where are we? Do, 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 do. Spotted tail quolls forage over large areas of Indian beaks. They do, do they kill and eat a variety of prey, including gliders, possums, small wallabies, rats, birds, bandicoots, rabbits, insects, and reptiles. Children, fuck, they'll yeah. go anything. Really, they will go anything. Is that your spirit animal? <laughs> the quoll. <laughs> the quoll is my spirit animal. Imagine, but imagine them, like waking up in his swag of a nighttime. Yes. And then you look down, and there's just a little tear in the side of the swag. And you see this and cute Jenny, little quoll face. Yeah, just kind of going, yeah. And it's like, oh, look at that. It's a little... And then you're there with maybe your, your wife or your girlfriend or your boyfriend or whatever, or your swag son, buddy. Your swag buddy. And you're tapping them. I say, like, check it out. Look what's look in the swag. And then as you're doing that, you realize, why aren't you moving? You realize they've already eaten the person you're in Half the swag with. Missing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you turn around and Suddenly doesn't look cute anymore. No. No. They turn into... I reckon the quoll is a bit like gizmo. Oh. You know, you feed them... Don't him, feed after midnight. No, don't, don't get, get them wet. wet. Yeah, turns into... Maybe. All sorts of uh, gremlins, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. 
horrific anyway. Mm. So that's that's horrific news horrific on this news. Monday. <laughs> Quoll talk with Quoll, Troy. <laughs> <laughs> Love a good Quoll conversation. Who doesn't? <laughs> I, you know who doesn't? Ernie Carroll. Ernie Carroll. Now, it, we're not doing Celebrity Deadpool this year. Right. But there is a celebrity death that's just happened like five days ago since we've spoken last. Do Does the name Ernie no. Carroll mean anything to no you? No idea who that is. Ernie Carroll was dead one heart, definitely dead, age 92, so bloody good innings. Okay, done well. Done well. Um, was the co-host of Australia's perhaps one of, well, it's our longest running live variety show. What would you say would be Australia's longest running variety show? Wow. It would have been a midday show of some kind, I probably assume. No, no. no. Well, it probably started that. No, I don't. Okay. No, it never started. I mean, that hey, way. hey, Saturday, I assume would have Bang. been a big one. Hey, hey, Saturday. Okay, yes. The name doesn't ring a bell though. He was Aussie. Oh, was he? Aussie ostrich. Oh, not Australian. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> Which I always found a bit bizarre. True, but you know what? I do remember him saying though on the show. He was the one person on that show that would stick his neck out for anyone. <laughs> Nice. Thank you. I appreciate that. But fucking an ostrich. Why not Aussie emu? Yeah, it is a strange choice. Or Ernie emu. Ernie emu. Like, would have had this, would have played the same. Mm, true. It's an Australian show. Yep. Why Aussie ostrich? Not native to Australia. Which brings me to my another fucking point that I didn't think I'd bring up. <laughs> right? But I. No, I got a bit terse with this. Right up. I can tell. Okay. Fuck, you've grown a bit of facial hair now. Whoa. I know, the rage. So hey, if hey. I said to you, Mr. Barnes, want to go to the pictures? You'd be like, okay, I'm in so far. To the pictures. How fucking old are you? Okay, go to the movies. Go to the cinema. <laughs> the pictures. Go to the pictures. Cool. Like the talkies. <laughs> this is the worst part of your coma dream yet. <laughs> <laughs> worst bit. Worst part of my coma dream. Fuck, all right. And if I said to you, one of the lead actors in this movie that we're going to see, this film, mm-hmm. was Idris Elba. Yep. I'd be stoked. You'd be like, fucking, I'm in. Bring it on. Okay. Yep. Can I tell you that I think you'll be disappointed if you go and see Sonic Hedgehog 2? <laughs> is he in it? He is. Right. I went and saw it. Did you? Last night. I haven't seen the first one. Well... I can, I'm probably going to spoil it for some Sonic people. Sonic is Jim Carrey. I'm assuming Jim Carrey's in the first one, isn't he? Correct. Is and he in this one? And he's in the second. Right. This is the film he's doing before he retires. Yeah, apparently. Allegedly. Yeah. Unless, of course, the role comes Ryan up. Ryan Reynolds was retiring, or not retiring, taking a break from film before too, but he's had about two movies come out since. And Well, they keep backing up the money <laughs> truck to him, and it's like, oh, all right then. Um, the first Sonic film was a feel-good romp. Right. Absolutely loved it. Very much based on the game where Sonic finds himself going through one of his rings and ends up in Earth. And he's running around and just fucking being, living okay. his best so, hedgehog So that, that was a way to bring him into our world. Correct. Yep. So these rings, as they are in the game, are a gateway, like a stargate, to either another world or another universe. Does he open them with his screwdriver? No. Okay, right. No. Yeah. <laughs> Different, different franchise, Sorry, mate. For all the Doctor Who, yeah, I know there. the the, the Whovians were like, "Oh, yeah. yay!" Hey, rep, Whovians, yeah. rep, represent. You were thinking it too. Yep, don't um, deny it. <laughs> and so Sonic, obviously, because he's got superpowers, um, attracts the attention of Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey is the big bad who is trying to capture Sonic and harness the power of the Quill. As, not the Quill, <laughs> not the Quill, the Quill, the Quill, right? Um, 
And the movie ends. Now, big fucking spoilers for Sonic 1. All right, three, two, right on. one. Here it is. Sonic beats Jim Carrey. I don't believe it. I know. And sends Jim Carrey via one of his magic rings to the mushroom planet. Oh, mushrooms. Yeah. It makes him a fun guy. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so there's Jim Carrey at the end of the film. He's on the mushroom planet. And the only thing he has with him is his craft that he was in because he was in a little um, craft that he was trying like to- Like a little spacecraft. Sort it's of like a little spacecraft. It was more like a little aeroplane that was a bit jet propelled, which is right. how he was trying to- A bit to ca- Sonic the Hedgehog. Exactly. And that's <laughs> yeah. how he was trying to capture right. Sonic. But he has one quill which is powering this aircraft. Mm-hmm. But he's gone through this portal, ended up on the Mushroom Planet, movie ends, happy days. Thankfully, Sonic 2 retells some of the story. So if you haven't seen one and you watch two, they catch you up. Right. Previously on Sonic. So you don't have to watch the first one. You don't have to, but you probably should. Yeah, it's always a good idea. Um, and then you've got Jim Carrey making all these mushroom jokes. Right. Because here he is, he's on the mushroom planet and he's trying to get off the mushroom planet. He uses the quill to create a sonic boom, mm-hmm. um, which attracts the attention of other intergalactic travellers because he knows that someone will come. He doesn't know who, he doesn't know how, but he knows that that will be a way off. Right. The person, Sounds very exciting so far. Remember the red sonic character? Yes. Yep. That's Idris Elba. Doesn't look a lot like him. No. And that red character, Sonic is a hedgehog. The red one is an echidna. Now, fucking... Of all the Australian actors they could have chosen... There are three Hemsworths, for crying out loud. Fifteen daddos. The the third Hemsworth wouldn't have cost him a lot either. No. And you still have a Hemsworth on the poster, mate. That's all you so, need? Yeah. Doesn't have to be Chris. Doesn't even have to be fucking Liam. Most of the people don't even know what his first name is. Exactly. Any Hemsworth. Hemsworth. Just say Hemsworth. So I'll thaws in it. Hemsworth Carey. Like, <laughs> done. You know, job done. Yep. So I was very disappointed. I mean, don't get me wrong. When I heard Idris Elba's voice, I went, oh, but hang on. It's an Australian character. They're echidnas. How much? Like, come on. <laughs> Think of all the dados that aren't working that could have possibly done that job. Oh, they only got him for the... They just got him for the name and it just annoyed me. <laughs> it's like having a fucking ostrich instead of an emu. But is it because his name kind of ro- rolls off nicely with Echidna? Yeah, probably. Like Idris Echidna? Yeah, Echidna. whatever. <laughs> Trevor. Not a great film, by the way. Wasn't it? No. That's disappointing. Even my children felt it was wanting for the first oh, one. Oh, really? Yep. Both okay. of them were like, yeah, the first one was better. So if that's that's the review, yeah, the first one was better. Oh, was yeah. it still fun though? It was, a, look, to go out with my family and have a, have a meal out and go to the pictures. I can't remember when as a family, just the four of us, went to the cinema together. It's been so long, and we had a great time, and we shared a popcorn, and it was oh, good fun. Living your best coma life. <laughs> and, exactly. Well, best coma life, because we went to a 6 p.m. showing uh-huh. on a Sunday. Well done, you. I mean, that's a late night. <laughs> we didn't get home till after 8. And you're doing okay? You're I'm fine. fine. Right. Cool. Yeah. Anyway, so, Ernie Carroll, fucking well done, mate. Sorry you're dead, but- mm, 92. 92. It's pretty good. With his hand up an ostrich ass. Mm. 
It's not funny how you can be famous and no one knows who you are. Yeah. It's probably a good way to be famous. Mind you, he would never have made his millions. No, not with his hand <laughs> up an ostrich ass. No. I mean, if you can do that, there's a lot of people who'd like to make money yeah, that way. And he also came through a, a, an era of television where you just had a job. Yeah, they, he wasn't on project money. Yeah, no. He wasn't, <laughs> on, a, he wasn't on the Carrie Bickmore sort of money. No, it wasn't happening. No. So, but good on him. Good on him. He was an ostrich for a while. Why not? And he was one of two, one of two most famous people on television at that time, probably. I mean, Daryl and Ozzy. Correct. They were big. They were massive. <laughs> and who would you have said the third most popular person would have been off Hey Eights that day? Well, big. I can't remember right, right back to know who came in late and all the rest, but surely mm. Red would have been. Red or... Mr. Summers, Mr. Summers. Mm. But he didn't come along Dickie until later, though, did he? I don't know. I reckon Dickie, Dickie came was along. there all the time. Well, because it was a kids' show originally. True. And then he also had, um, was it Jackie someone? Was that Jack McDonald. Jack McDonald, yeah. So yeah. She, but once again, I'm not sure when she came along either, because I remember she was there at the start. And then the woman who did the weather. Yes, blonde hair. Correct. She, appeared. she was cute. Yeah, but we can't yeah. remember her name, no. so, you know, not famous much. Yeah, it was back then, though. Mm. It's been a while, let's be it's honest. It's been a while. But, but I remember, like, if you were going out on a Saturday night, chucking a bit of hay-hay mm-hmm. as you're putting on your Brute 33 and... Yeah, you actually would. Put, putting the gel in the hair and putting on your best chambray shirt. And, chambray shirt. <laughs> yeah, polishing up your going-out bunnies and... That's so it. This, is where, this is where you got it all wrong. Cause <laughs> Have a couple of you, stonies and you... you <laughs> You comed at 14, <laughs> yeah. right? So you're only going forward, what, four or five years? Yeah, and I'm, already, um, and yeah, I'm still wearing so, Chambray so shirts. So you're thinking that going out, you've you're got a 14-year-old's brain of what yep. the future's like for going out. Yes. That's why you're wearing these stupid things. <laughs> That's a, because no one would ever do that normally. Fuck it's your coma off. brain doing Chambra, that. Chambray shirts, double denim, like that was the thing. Yeah, but this is, you see, your coma brain now in this same coma life is trying to compensate for the fact that you don't know what you're talking about. So you're backing up your mistakes of when you were just short-term coma brain. Aren't people still wearing chambray shirts? I don't reckon. <laughs> I don't reckon. How many, how many roadies actually remember what a chambray shirt is? You picked I it up at Just Jeans. <laughs> think Just Jeans is even a real thing? Maybe that was never... I mean, they well, were around when you were 14. They certainly were. Yeah, they That's were, where actually. I bought a pair of overalls from them. Because um, everyone's going to have a good pair of dungarees, and I had <laughs> I had this pale blue shirt that I bought from Just Jeans, and I had that shirt for twenty five years. <laughs> By the time that shirt finally gave up the ghost, you could read your newspaper through it. It was that thin, but it was soft. <gasps> See, once oh, again, it was soft. It can't be real. Shirts don't last twenty five years, Jay. Oh, it was your coma brain has made up some weird realities. Well, I'm I'm quite thrifty in my coma. <laughs> I've got a fourteen year old budget. I can't be going spending thirteen dollars on a t shirt and not have it last. You got to remember, my only source of income is a paper route. Imagine. Here's the thing, mind you, I get a couple of jobs in my in my coma dream. But imagine, oh, like your your, your coma dream, right? Mm. So you've been in a coma dream. How long are we talking now? 
34, 34 years. 34 years, right? Almost. Almost 34 years. So if you came out of your coma dream, the world will be a different place to what you've imagined it is in your coma dream because you're imagining what the world will be like in the future from what you knew back then. Well, as far as I know, it's beyond 2000. Yeah. But it's not because this is the fucking coma dream. Exactly. So we don't have flying cars. Yeah, so blur. That's probably why. But, um... (laughs) So, blur. That's the easiest explanation. If you're not trying to reply to something, you just go, blur. That's probably And everyone knows what you're talking about. It's like, okay, he's just basically done with it. Exactly. So it's like, blur. Oh, not blur. (laughs) No, not blur. I I want to suck your blood. No, not that. It's just like, blur. Blur. It's a bit like, meh. Except you're throwing a bit more blur in it. Fucking, I made up meh. You made you, you did. Coma dreamed up me. Coma dream is incredible. Coma dreamed Facebook. Coma dreamed Twitter. Google. Fucking Bitcoin. Pamela Anderson. Pamela Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> I think I may have even coma dreamed Roadhouse. Carrot Top. <laughs> oh, well, you know, they're not all winners, mate. Yeah, true. Can't win everything. But I made myself a celebrity. I came a dream, Rick Ashley. <laughs> <laughs> You've been camera rolled. Yeah, never going to give you up. So, oh, never going to wake uh, you up. I have a little up. story of another Joseph. And his Technicolor dream coat? Who has been out of the world for quite a while. Oh, it is? 68 years, as a matter of fact. Okay, so it's not Joseph from the Bible. No. No, it's, not that old. It's been a bit, it's been no. a bit more than 68 yeah, years. Not that old. Speaking of. Do you know they're going to bring out a new story about Jesus at Easter time? They're going to call it Between a Rock and a Hard Place. <laughs> I don't think you know that story. <laughs> um, I think you got hung up on the joke and <laughs> not the punchline. Oh, anyway. Joseph Ligon. Joseph Ligon? He's 83. He's not American. Joseph Lyons, who no. was Tasmania's only Prime Minister. No, no, Joseph Ligon. Mm-hmm. 83. Yep. Um, he was the longest serving juvenile prisoner in the American system. Okay, was, what did he do? He was behind bars for 68 years. 68 years. So he went in. Is he dead now? No. No, he's just been released. How old is he now? 83. 83. So he went in, in his 20s. Uh, he what was, the um, fuck did he? Who did he kill? He was 15. Who did he kill, or what um, did he do? He at was involved. 15? He was involved in a few stabbies, but never killed anyone. <laughs> Fuck though, for a kid. Yeah, he basically, um, just they're saying he just got into the wrong crowd, did the wrong things, got caught, went to jail. Sixty-eight years was later, it comes the out. The Manson family. <laughs> like, but the amazing thing is, he's come out now. Like, if you come out of your coma dream, yeah. Um, is he a qual activist? And he's, <laughs> Qual activist. For the last 68 years, he's just been studying the qual. I bet there are some too. But he's come out. What do we want? Qual rights? When do we want them now? now. And he says, <laughs> But he's come out mm. and he's totally amazed because when he, went, when he went to jail, there were no skyscrapers. So now he's walking around the city, which is basically his hometown. Yes. All these buildings, he just reach into the sky like never something existed. out of a future that he never anticipated. But he surely in those 68 years, he would have had access to a television. Oh, not if you stab someone. <laughs> yeah, but I, I would imagine, I would imagine, like, you know, Vinegar Tits, the prison guard, gets there and says... Sorry, what's the prison guard's name? Vinegar Tits. Vinegar Tits. 
Oh, okay. you don't remember the TV show Prisoner? No, I don't. The women's prison TV show, Australian, called Prisoner? No, I don't. Oh, yeah. okay. The head screw, as they called him, or the head prison guard, um, was nicknamed by the inmates yeah. as a vinegar tit. Oh, see, I thought it was a, I thought it was a male, Vinny. <laughs> Vinny Gatitz. Ah, Gatitz. Yeah. I think he was Italian. Mexican prison oh. guard. <laughs> Hello, I'm Gatitz. Vinny Gatitz. Vinny Gatitz. <laughs> Don't know why Mexican. Anyway. Uh, somewhere matter. south of the border. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, yes, look, I would have thought there's no, there's no doubt gone. that someone's probably gone, man, this is going to be really weak. It's so skyscrapers and shit. And you've gone, wow. But to actually get out and see them with your own eyes. True. But I would have hoped that after 60 different. years. They would have gone. You know what? You've been here sixty years. You've only got a couple more to go. You can watch. You can watch a bit of telly. A bit of telly. <laughs> a bit of telly. But only to reruns of TV shows that were made when you went in. You can only watch shows from when you were fifteen. <laughs> That'd be shit. That wouldn't be good. No. Um, yeah. So imagine that though, coming out to your home stretch mm. after all that time and not recognizing anything. I can't imagine. Other than probably the street landscape, that'd be the only thing that'd maybe be the same. But imagine, right? And this is the this is the bizarro thing. So he's you said eighty three. Yes. How do you function as an eighty three year old man suddenly coming into the world? In a world, I've got no idea how it'd be even possible because you have no skills other than being able to shift someone. Yeah. And and for the last sixty something years, you've been told when to eat, sleep, and shit. Like that has been your world. Every single facet of your day has been controlled by somebody else. Every meal that you have consumed has been prepared by someone yeah, else. Yeah, you haven't been responsible for anything. Well, you when probably you to, had some when you responsibility, bed, and you right. might have had a prison job, but you're not getting. I mean, you're getting thrippins hate me for it. It's um. Yeah, no. I actually don't think I don't know how it'd even be possible Red without, without having something with you, someone with you twenty four seven, pretty much as a carer. All I can imagine is that scene in Shawshank Redemption where Red got out of prison and he's in that hotel room and he'd been in prison for so long. He's in that motel room and and he saw that that scratching in the pillar yep. where the other guy had killed himself because he he'd been so indoctrinated or what was yeah. the word. Yeah, I just, that we, would be bizarre. Here we go. So he actually says, to prepare, prepare himself for modern society, he watched world news on a small TV in his cell. And he said, I like my chances. I really like my chances in terms of surviving, he said. Surviving. The, only, the only regret is that my mother, father and brother did not live to see his release. Well, when firstly, it's really weird if your family watch you ejaculate. I think that's a bizarre thing. <laughs> bizarre. <laughs> Even in a cell. Okay. You know, watching quail porn. Quail porn. Like. <laughs> uh, but I mean, of course your mum and your dad aren't going to see it. You're 83. Exactly. I mean, Unless, of course, the you maybe know, you should, I mean, centen- I know you're only 15, but maybe you shouldn't have stabbed someone, mate. What? He must have been in a southern state. He must have been like in a Texas or Philly. something. West Philly? Oh, it just says Philly. One would have thought if he had gotten one little fight and his mum got scared, she said, you're moving to your uncle in Bel Air. He didn't. He got 
Philly, though. But here's the thing. You see, uh, Hang see, on. That's the city of brotherly see, love. This is a stupid thing. He says he regrets that his mother, father, and brother did not live to see his release. Um, that well, he shouldn't have stabbed he's, him. He's really <laughs> silly then. That's a good one. He's really silly then because it says here in the 1970s, hundreds of lifers in Pennsylvania – oh, sorry. It's not Philly. Pennsylvania. Oh, Pennsylvania. Sorry, not. Um, Pennsylvania were released as part of a clemency plan. Yes. But Ligon never applied to have his sentence commuted. He just said – I'm just a stubborn type of person. I was born that way. Oh, uh, well, f- he did an extra 50 years that he didn't have to then, didn't he? That's silly, isn't it? But one would have imagined in Pennsylvania, if a 15-year-old had been sentenced to, I'm imagining, a 100 years or a life sentence. Because if he's done 60-something years, he's obviously got a life sentence and he got time off for good behaviour. Um, yeah, I'd say so. One would imagine that they would have let him go. Mm. I can't Im- does it detail his crimes more? Um, he was part of a gang of drunken teenagers who went on a robbery and assault spree in... Oh, sorry. In Philly. Right. He left two people dead and six others stabbed. He pleaded guilty to murder and admits participating in the crime with the others, but denies he actually killed anyone. He believes he was scapegoated. Sure, he does. Yeah. As the youngest member of the gang and an outsider. Wow. There you well, go. So it question. was actually in Philly where I got it from, but obviously um, Pennsylvania is... Um, now, I'm going to say yeah. something possibly slightly controversial. Oh, no, don't do it. Is he a person of colour? He is a person of colour. Fuck. Yes, he is. Because if he was white, he would never have gotten that for that crime at 15. Would never have happened. Possibly not. Fuck, that's fucked. Possibly not. That's annoying. Anyway, whatever. Yes, yeah, there you go. Poor bastard. And I'm coma dreaming all that shit. You were coma dreaming all that. You know what else you coma dreaming? Tell me. Bruce Willis retiring from film. Yeah. How big's that? It's really big. That's Now, I'm not sure what he is afflicted with. I'm thinking, Is that like a Parkinson? Do you know? It's. I'm not 100% sure. Yep. I know it affects you, Bernardo. Um, like, uh, it affects your memory. Yep. Um, it affects um, I did actually have cognitive somewhere. thinking and yeah, um, dun, 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 dun. Uh, several types of aphasia. Each may affect a different area of the brain, resulting in impairments of speech, um, cognition, and movement. And strokes are the common cause, accounting for forty percent of all cases. But the interesting thing is, like they've been saying for ages, and I've said it too. The last probably dozen Bruce Willis movies, just phoning it in, have been yeah. They've used that term all the time. They've been horrendous. Do you reckon like, this has been going up cop-out? Well, <laughs> well, this is the funny thing, though. See, um, Kevin Smith has come out now and apologised to Bruce Willis. Yeah. For all the shit that he's been saying about him over all this time. Yeah. Um, maybe wondering whether it's been something he's been inflicted with from a certain percentage for quite a while. I'm assuming that's why he apologised. It made no other sense to do it otherwise. Yeah, but the thing is, that movie... Um... That was a long time ago. Cop Out, Cop Out, Cop Out was released. Oh. Oh? That's only 2010. Cop Out? No. No. Cop no. Out, IMBD, about two cops, Willis and Morgan. Yeah. Okay, so that's the one. Okay, so let's let's click on the IMBD link. Yes, I've got um, I've got everyone there. And do 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 do. Yeah, the sound can be brought on by stroke, head injury, brain tumor, infection, and dementia. Twenty ten, mate. Twenty ten, really? So I only years 11, ago. Eleven years 12 ago. Years ago. Yeah. 
Well, so maybe that may have been part of the reason. And maybe, maybe that's then. the reason why there's an apology from Kev Smith. Yeah, that's the only th- thing I could think of as to why he would do that. Because this is probably something that's similar to like a Parkinson yep. or whatever, where it is a an ongoing sort of debilitating yeah. thing that kind of... And he may not have even been aware of it at all back then. Yeah. Because these things don't happen quickly. No. They happen slowly, like losing your your sight solely, like your sight um, diminishes over time or your Correct. hearing does, and you don't realise it does because it doesn't happen like that. Yeah, yeah. You don't suddenly lose 50% of your hearing. No, not without an yeah, incident. Exactly. So it goes slowly, you don't realise. So maybe he's actually had an issue for quite a while. Mm. Um, but it's just... It's a shame because I love Bruce. Yeah, but I, I really but do. do. Do you love new Bruce? Not or do new you Bruce. Love fucking diehard. Diehard Bruce was amazing. You Moonlighting be- Bruce oh, was spectacular. How good was Moonlighting Bruce? To be honest, all the stuff around the diehard era until he got to maybe number four, four? Or number five, four, was great. Four point really was the one where I'm like, come yeah. on. And that had Timothy Oliphant in it too. Yeah. And that's disappointing because I love Timothy Oliphant. Yeah. Um, he's like, like he's like man crush, really. Material. Oh fuck yeah! Is he's, he, he's you get a whole pass for him. <laughs> oh, should have <laughs> fucking split up with someone if I was with them, and they said he can't. Oh, fair enough. Um, but but him in uh, like uh, Mandalorian, for instance. Yep, because he's the kind of the cowboy dude. Manu looks fucking brilliant. Yes, like he's just cool as shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and he was with him in this and um, in um, four point and it was just. An ordinary movie all up. But it wasn't a great script. No, it wasn't. It, it just wasn't. No. Um, so, although one, two, and three were great. Fantastic. Special. And they were all slightly different. Like, number two was a bit of a, I suppose, a, a rehash of number one, but then they changed it up enough that it was bigger and better. But wasn't number two a bit more like a solve well, the, the puzzles? It had and the airport. No, that was number three. That was number three. That's with Samuel L. Jackson. Correct. Which was going from spot to spot to spot to spot. Where he was, Jesus, which was like a Sherlock Holmes almost. Yeah, and they had a certain amount of time to get there. Which was perfect. I love that it was very much, you know, set yep. up lots of ebbs and flows. Mm. And are they going to make it? Yes, they do. <gasps> you know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, the number four just went mert, and the number five was like, what the fuck? Shit the bed. You're trying to make the money. But yeah, Bruce... So we're not going to see any more Bruce Willis films, which, look, some people would say that's a great thing, well, but the reason for it is pretty... If you if you like, judge meh. Bruce by the last 10, 12 years, then, yeah, I get your sentiment, but if you base him on everything from, oh, Hudson Hawk. Great movie. So good. Great he was movie. a brilliant character in that, yep. played it well, charismatic as all fuckery. Yep. He, he was the man's man back then, though, yeah. let's be honest. And got Demi Moore, yep. who I noticed is still quite active. Like, I saw a... Um, <laughs> Sorry, what are you talking about? <laughs> well, no, I saw... Yeah, still quite active. She's up there Good shaking... Yeah, power you know to what? her. Make sure women should be active as well. 57, up yeah. there, shaking what her mama oh, gave her. Damn. But I noticed a tweet that came out announcing Bruce's affliction and stepping back from the, the limelight and, and actively acting... Um, first person was named was Bruce's current wife, and the second name was fucking his ex-wife. Right, and then the kids. <laughs> so it seems like he might be in some sort of thruple. Oh, good on him! Why not? If anyone was going to be, it'd be Bruce. Wouldn't ever. Or Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe Timothy Oliphant. Maybe. Well, it you sounds know. like you'd be up for it. Well, you know. <laughs> 
And in my coma dream, mate, you can have that. <laughs> That's how big his trunk is. Exactly. Gotta be careful those elephants. Look <laughs> <laughs> some of the nicknames he would have had growing oh. up. Elephant. <laughs> I mean, really. Dun, 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 I mean, would he have just got like the pockets of his jeans out and just put them on the side and go, look, I'm an elephant. <laughs> well, you got to unzip your fly for that. <laughs> <laughs> Did I ever tell you that it I saw that in real life? With a shrinking penis. <laughs> Tell you what I ever saw that I actually saw someone do the Evelyn elephant impersonation. Oh, really? I was at a night. Tell me it wasn't in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> it was at my mum's 50th. <laughs> no. Um... <laughs> oh, Troy, put it away. Uh, oh, no, I was at a nightclub in Surface Paradise when I was living up in Queensland. So that would have been 1993. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'd left Spurs Saloon Bar and we went to another nightclub with... In Queensland? In Queensland. Because we had Spurs in Devonport. In Sorry, as well. Shooters was uh-huh, the name of the right. one in Queensland. So we left Shooters and that had closed and we went to a nightclub underneath the casino, Jupiter's Casino. And I went with... Uh, a couple of people I knew and a couple of people from the bar and we went to this other club. And we got there and I was up getting drinks and was speaking to the bar person who I knew um, and this guy walks up and I'm standing at the bar talking to the to the bar person and there was this lady to my left and she was, you know, young and attractive and all get out and this guy, extremely intoxicated because you're talking two in the morning, yep. goes... Have you seen my elephant? <laughs> and let me guess, she's like, what? And she's going, you what? Have you seen my elephant? And I've looked at this barman and he's looked at me and we've both just gone, no. oh, we've got to see this. And I didn't know the joke. I didn't know the get out. Okay. And he goes, it's here somewhere. And he's put his hand in his pocket, turned it out. <laughs> no, it's not there. Put his hand in his other pocket. No, it's not there. I know. And <laughs> undid his fly, whipped it out, and went. Ah! <laughs> oh, we laughed, and we laughed, and we laughed, oh. and she just went, "You're a fucking idiot." <laughs> <laughs> oh, why is it that men feel the need to show their junk to women uninvited? I don't know. I never had. It's gone on for a long time. Sorry. I've never done it to a woman who I didn't know. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, that's a story for another time. No, my Um, wife, look, my wife's been occasionally surprised with a bit of the old naked man. (laughs) You know, she's just something, no one else is in the house. And she's like, Joe, where are you? Oh, I'm in, I'm in the dining room. Okay. Come here. No, you come here for a second. I've got something to show you. <laughs> Take your clothes off real quick. <laughs> Ta-da! And she's like, you fucking idiot. <laughs> but you know what? It always, it always gets a giggle. Unless, of course, we're just about to walk out the door because we're missing, we're late for an engagement. Yeah. Or, or, as they walk out, she says, um, did I mention your mum's here? <laughs> or better still, did I mention Which my mum's here? here. <laughs> And the neighbours have come over for a tea. Exactly. Oh, keys in the bowl? Don't uh, think so. <laughs> and 
where's you? I'm the dining room chair. Exactly. The chaise longue. And just thrown a leg over to hide half the junk and gone, so, been up to much? Exactly. <laughs> I use my superpowers to make my penis smaller so oh. no one can see it. And then rethink that it's and great, go, great not, the be- not the best time to do it. <laughs> not impressing anyone. You could have incorporated the good old tuck and roll. A tuck and roll. So that could work. <laughs> Done myself a mangina. <laughs> <laughs> Top tip. <sighs> Wife never finds that one sexy, by the way. Doesn't? No. no? Okay, right. No, have tried that in the past and she's just gone. More than once? Because you would have, no. sure, uh, no, once was no. enough. Okay, The right. reaction I got the first time was like, uh, no. Uh. No, 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 no. N- okay. No. Was that, be- honestly, no, your lovely wife would not have watched Silence of the Lambs. So I wouldn't Ooh. have seen that first. Doubtful? Because that is not going to give someone a sexy attribute to that move. No, but she might have watched Clerks. Clerks yeah. 2, is it? Yeah, I think, yeah. Or is yeah. it Jane Silent Bob? Might be Jane Silent Bob. It wasn't in Clerks, I don't know. No, think. I think it was Jane Silent Bob yeah. where Jay does the dance. Yeah, which is a, a takeoff of Silence of the Lambs. Correct. Essentially. Yeah. Yeah. She would have been more likely to have seen that. I don't know whether or not she saw. Clarice. <laughs> <laughs> Neither is overly sexy, from my opinion. No. <laughs> I just... no. Do you know that on the movie Silence of the Lambs, Jodie Foster and Sir Anthony Hopkins, he never spoke to her? I did not know that. Like, normally, you know, actors and all that kind of stuff sort of, you know, how are you, how are you? Yeah. He got a bit method and would just... Wanted to distance. Distance, so that that Because they don't actually have a scene together, do they? I mean, when I say that, they're in a scene together, but there's a partition, like there's glass between them. I I don't believe they're actually in an actual scene together. Maybe when he's being taken out on the dolly, where he's got the face mask on Mm, and all that kind of stuff. Maybe. But their main scene is obviously through the glass. the glass. Yeah. So they are in the scene together, but they're not actually in the same room as such. Yeah. So maybe that, yeah, that makes sense. Like to have that bit and, of distancing from and the And she came out and, like she thought that, because it wasn't her first time at the rodeo, um, but she was felt really uneasy because, I mean, it was fucking Sir Anthony Hopkins. I mean, I don't think he was knighted at the time, but he was still a big name. Yeah. Um, and he was very good in that role. He was so good. I think... Because have you watched the new show, Hannibal? Yes. I don't think he's as good as Hannibal as Sir Anthony. No, I don't think so either. Yeah. But I, I like the fact that he I don't think he tried to be him either. No, I thought he was he much better be in Star version. Wars. Mm. Yeah, I thought he was better in Star Wars. Yeah. Anyway. A good series though, but it went on a bit long. A little bit. It got a bit weird at the end. Yeah, the whole butterflying of... Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, for those who haven't seen it, we won't spoil it completely. It's worth watching, but... Is it? Going a bit long. I thought so. No, fair enough then. Because I like the fact they brought the whole Red Dragon storyline into the last season. Yeah, true. And he was very cool as that character, I must say, in the, in the TV series. You enjoyed it? Yeah, he played that well. But um, I thought that it was all very kind of, you know, um, psychotic and all kind of brainy, dreamy and, you know, superior intelligence, but a little bit kind of crazy in the first season or so. That's what I did in my coma dream, man. Yeah, you did. And it was blending nicely, but then it just I was on the good meds. Good meds. That was the morphine kicking in of my coma dream. Um, Just, uh, can you maybe not come out of the coma dream for a while? Why? Because I'm actually not minding stuff at the moment. It's all right. Okay. Could be a lot worse. I'm thinking if you come out of the coma dream and then... The, the version of me. Actually, better still. Fucking if you come out of the coma dream, none of this make happens. Make sure you meet me. I still would. Good. I still would. 
I'm glad. Yeah. Good. That'd be fucking great. As long as Merle and Ivan decide to move from Ravo yeah. to Penguin. Yeah. Then fucking that shit's on. Yeah, well, let's do that. But yeah. I hope that I remember some of my coma dream. What, so you don't make the same mistakes again? <laughs> oh, I probably... No, because I am, you know, all of my mistakes and all of my wins and failures. But, you know, just remember things like Bitcoin or... <laughs> yeah, okay. But Bitcoin might not be a thing in the real world. But the internet will happen. Will it? Maybe Surely you invented it. The... You can invent the internet. I did. In my coma dream. But you can invent it when you get out of the coma. No, because here's the problem. Here is the big problem with my coma dream. Mm -hmm. Even if I wake up with every single facet of knowledge that I have now, I can't invent the internet. I don't know how it fucking works. Sorcery and magic, wizardry. The best I can hope for is I go and find a young Steve Jobs and give him money in his garage and say, you're going to come up with a company. Here's a great idea. You do it. And I just want to have some shares. Yeah, or go and meet a fucking young Quentin Tarantino or a Kevin Smith or whatever and in invest in their movies. Yeah. But once again, I'm 14 and I've got fucking paper round money. True, but I mean, you wouldn't have to invest much money in clerks. It was done for about 10 grand. <laughs> 23,500. But we're talking 1988, the year of our bicentenary. I don't remember much. But I do remember, because you really fucking bang on about it, (laughs) I would put all my money on Collingwood to win the premiership in 1990. Yeah, okay. Now, if I put that bet on, $3,700. Oh, speaking of which. I've got news. Excellent. If I put as much money as I can on Collingwood to win the grand final at the start of this 1990 season, that might be enough. To invest in clerks. To invest in clerks or to invest in... Apple, or to invest in fucking something. Whatever. But once again, if even if I go back with all the knowledge I have, I can't build an iPod. True. I don't know how to do that. How do I get all those tapes inside that little box? True. I mean, I, I hope when you do go back, if things, because things wouldn't be the same, you've invented this version, I hope St Kilda get a premiership for you. How shit am I? <laughs> I had a coma dream. Haven't even got your own team up. <laughs> Haven't even got my own team up. Yeah. What the hell? Fuck. Obviously, I've got but it shows how much you love me, though. Gave you the 19. Because you, you should have won at the end, if you believe what people say. But you didn't. You drew it for me. I would have made And then you let an me win minute. next week. So thanks, mate. You're welcome. Yeah. Uh, but quick um, Kelton news. Kelton update. <laughs> Because everyone gives a fuck. <laughs> this is for ashes. Carlton have actually won three in a row now. Oh, like a Once again, we're a week ocean. behind, so I don't know what happens by the time we've listened to this podcast. One point they got One up point by. exactly. To come up over the mighty Hawthorne, I believe. Yeah, Hawthorne, they're not that mighty at the moment, I've got to be honest. But they were. They, they have were. been a, yeah. a They're a team side. they would have loved to have beaten, though. Don't get me wrong. Oh, I think anyone will take a win over Hawthorne. Yeah. So now... The $3,700 that old mate put on a 31 to 1. Yes. They're now down to 10 to 1. 10 to 1. 10 to 1 to win the premiership. So watch this fucking space. (laughs) I can't wait till they either A. Cult news. Lose. No, because we're going to have to go to the end of the year. We're going to have to go to that last day in September. (laughs) Simply because the bet is to win the flag. True. Not to go undefeated through the season. True. I tell you what, the... Carlton Faithful are hanging off this podcast, aren't they? <laughs> All four of them. Well done. 
Go, boys. I'll, I'll see if I can coma dream you up a, a flag. <laughs> Silvani! <laughs> anyway, roadies, on that, I am Joe. I am Troy. And we are the South Road Boys. We are a coma dream. We are. We are.